What's up, everybody? This is The Injured List, and I'm your host, Brian Scott. Your source for all sports injury topics. For the weekend warrior to the sports fantasy guru, we keep you in the action and out of the injured list. What's up, everybody? We're coming at you again with another very special podcast episode. Once again, I'll be joining my good friend, Abe Delgado, host of the Devil's Advocate Sports Talk Show live on Facebook, and we're going to be discussing various topics once again this week related to the NFL free agency moves as well as some MLB injuries. We're also going to have a very special topic regarding some movies and documentaries related to sport that you can watch and entertain your family while going through this quarantine here with the rest of the country. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. I'm going to bring in my second guest right now who's recording live on his podcast. He's got a podcast coming up here uh, in the summer called The Injury Report. This is Brian from North Carolina. The Injured Brian, List. The, the Injured show. List. How's it going out there? How are you doing? The injured list. The injured list. What did I say? I don't know what you said, man, but it's not mine. <laughs> oh. oh, injury report, I said. The injured yeah, list. No, I apologize. No worries. Welcome live, Brian. Sorry about the mishap, but no uh, it's been a, a long night already with these technical that. difficulties, so hopefully you're that. not going through yours like I am. Uh, but welcome to the show. What do you say about my top 10 sports movies of all time? What say you? I say it's a brilliant topic for discussion, and um, <clears throat> I'm going to put a little bit different twist on it. I'm going to bring you some documentaries. Oh, please. I'm going to throw in a couple movies here and there, too, that you haven't mentioned yet. But, okay. Um, but I, I'm kind of going to go the documentary route. So you want me to get started? Yeah, man. All right, Four well, yours. let me just state that these are in no particular order, but I'll just count them down anyway. Okay. So number 10 is actually a movie, and it's Miracle, and you mentioned that. And that's a great inspirational movie. It brings together the country. It's about USA Hockey. Can't go wrong there. Um, next one up, Team Foxcatcher. And this is a documentary about Olympic wrestler yes. Dave Schultz and millionaire John DuPont and his subsequent murder. Uh, really intriguing documentary. Um, there's one on Netflix that goes with some unseen footage and like home movies and stuff. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, really makes you think about that whole situation, how, uh, how wacky it was. Um, next one up, I got Free Solo, by, which is Alex and Old, Free Climbing El Capitan. Um, probably one of the only documentaries or sports shows I've ever watched where I actually, my palms were so sweaty watching this really? dude climb up the mountain. It's unbelievable footage. It's all in like 4k. It's freaking awesome. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Oh um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Free solo dude. I think it's actually on Netflix as well. I could be wrong. Um, next one up, uh, I've got, it's called Icarus. It's a, a documentary about cycling and it actually started out where the maker of the documentary was willing to basically be a guinea pig and take performance-enhancing drugs, and he got hooked up with a Russian um, uh, scientist who was actually working with the Olympic team in Russia, and it turned out that this guy basically outed the entire Russian doping scandal of the Sochi Olympics back in, I think it was 2014. 
and it, it's really freaking interesting. And it's all, it's all, I mean, it's a documentary. It's all real stuff. And uh, it's, right. it's a, it's, it won an, I think, Academy Award. It won some type of award for a documentary that year. And it's, it's awesome. Uh, so I really highly oh. recommend that. Um, my next two are basically uh, a category, basically any NFL film documentary about your favorite team where Steve Sable or Harry Callis are basically doing the uh, the narration. I mean, you can't go wrong with any NFL films, Harry Callis or Steve Sable. Um, pick a team, okay. go for it. Uh, you'll be entertained, and it's awesome footage. Um, Specials, they had, like, brought in, they pioneered, like, slow-mo, too, if you haven't noticed. Um, next one up, basically any ESPN 30 for 30. Yes. I mean, I don't know how you can go wrong with any of those. And a lot of them are true stories, if not all of them. Um, and they're always really interesting topics on athletes, some of them who are amateurs, some of them professional, uh, some of them heartbreaking stories, some of them really get to the gut, uh, but really interesting stuff. Um, next one up, uh, the Dirk Nowitzki documentary, The Perfect Shot. Really interesting documentary. Follows him back home training with his longtime coach, who's like a really odd kind of basketball guru guy, and right. shows you his like off-season training program and stuff. It was actually really cool uh, to see kind of how he goes about his uh, his training when he was playing, and uh, that's a really actually well-made documentary as well. Um, next one is actually a movie. It's Love and Basketball with Omar Epps. Yes. I don't know how you couldn't be a fan of that. It's a uh, Love story intertwined with basketball. And if you remember from a sports injury guy, he tore his ACL when he was on the Lakers. Kind of derailed his career a little bit, but hey, it helped him find true love. So you can't go wrong there. Um, next one up is the Ken Burns documentary, Baseball. If you haven't seen this, you've been living under a rock for your entire Say that life. Say again? What is it? The, the Ken Burns documentary. It's called Baseball. Okay. It's basically, uh, it, it goes from like, the orig origins of baseball up through the current time, which at the time it was made, I think was sometime around the 90s or early 2000s. It basically goes right up to about the steroid era, and then it basically stops. But that that's when it was made. So um, it really just goes, and each inning basically, it's like a nine or thir ten part series, and each part is basically called an inning. But it basically goes through every single decade slash era of professional baseball. It's amazing. They got old video clips of like old timers like Ruth and Gehrig and all those guys. And uh, if you haven't seen it, I mean, you just, it, it's like a whole weekend worth of watching, but it's phenomenal. Any baseball fan, if they haven't seen it, shame on you. And then of course the natural, I think you recommended that, or you mentioned that uh, with Robert Redford. I don't know if you can't, you can't be a baseball fan in this time right now, missing it and not have watched a natural before. Not to mention he gets Absolutely. shot by the way, and has to miss some time due to that injury, which, that's not a very common sports injury, so we won't go into that. But um, yeah, so those are my uh, ten, and I wanted so you to throw went in more the documentary route. I did and again. I went with the drama sports and not with the comedy sports because obviously, like I said earlier, you can include the Waterboy and Happy Gilmore, and yeah, I mean, there's know, so a many bunch of different ones. So um, many Naked Gun, right? That's, there's just so many. So, so it could go on and on. It could go on. And I, I just want to put an honorable mention, which I saw recently. It's another one called Loopers. And it's about uh, basically about the story of how caddies became caddies in golf. Really? It's really interesting. I forget where I saw it, um, if it was on Netflix or one of the other streaming services. But uh, awesome documentary. Basically follows the origins of the caddy in golf and what their roles are and how they've influenced sure. some of the best players in the game and how they've helped them win championships and things like that. It's really interesting stuff. They talk with caddies, uh, famous caddies and caddies who you maybe never have heard before and really good documentary called Loopers. Honorable cool. mention. 
Well, again, guys, we are back live. I'm sorry it took a while for everybody to get back on, uh, but we are streaming live again. Facebook has just been overwhelmed with people because everybody's home, and guess what everybody's doing? They're on Facebook. So we're having a little bit of difficulties. Hopefully you guys could, uh, there's no more interruptions for the rest of the show. Please share the show. Let everybody know we're back on live. I'm sure some people were wondering where we went. Uh, we're on with Brian Maelli in North Carolina uh, with his podcast that he'll be launching very shortly in the summertime. He's recording live right now. So we're all a part of his show also. Welcome, so guys. thanks, Brian, for having us on your show. Yeah, no uh, Brian, real quick, and I'm, I, I got to make this a little short. There's a lot of people waiting. A lot of people sure. want to come on the show tonight. But one thing I wanted to go over with you real quick, if you can explain the Noah Syndergaard injury, the Tommy John surgery. We know for years now that this is the surgery that every pitchers have. Sometimes they have it more than once. When can we expect the soonest that Noah Syndergaard can come back? Oh, at the earliest nine months, but that's even very optimistic. I wouldn't, I, you got to honestly look more like a year which I think is what they've already predicted. I think they're saying April 21. So um, that's pretty realistic with today's uh, surgical techniques and with today's rehab techniques. Most guys, it takes them about minimum 9 to 12 months. 9 to 12 months. Wow. And uh, I, I, to me, it's like when they recruit pitchers out of high school and college, it's almost like they, they want to see that they've had the Tommy John surgery already because they know at some yeah, point Yeah, it's almost inevitable for some for some that they're going to have the surgery. It's almost with every single yeah. pitcher now out there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's not good throwing a baseball over <laughs> overhand. You know, <laughs> well, the human body... Yeah. In, uh, the, the softball pitchers, but no. just explain to us now, this is the injury in the elbow, right? As Correct. opposed to the shoulder... And how do they normally fix it? What is the normal fix for for Tommy John surgery? Well, so they usually do some type of uh, cadaveric or tendon, uh, basically reconstruction using an allograft tendon, one taken from cadaver or one taken from your own body. Uh, generally, they'll use one in your wrist, a tendon called the palmaris longus tendon. Um, that's more, the most common way. Um, these This surgery has kind of developed gradually over the last several years, but only within the last few years has it really been perfected. So that's why mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, when they come back, they're actually coming back and throwing as hard, if not harder, uh, because nice. the techniques and the instrumentation has improved drastically in a very short period of time. There was a time, at, you know, back in the day where they would actually treat this non-surgically and, and actually manage them with rehab and time off. The, the issue really? they found was that it never really fully healed itself, the ligament, and pay, uh, athletes ended up still having problems and would eventually need to have some type of surgery. However, before they used to repair it, they realized that those repairs weren't actually strong enough and guys would re-injure themselves or just never quite get back to that level of performance. And so the reconstruction surgical technique is now uh, preferred and ideal. Um, What's surprising to me about Noah Syndergaard is typically guys will have some type of um, symptomatic or symptomatology Will they usually struggle with velocity and accuracy and also complain of elbow pain or even numbness or tingling in the fingers. And from what I remember hearing during spring training was he never really had any issues. So it kind of came out of nowhere from what we could tell based on reports out of spring training. My guess is he was probably just pitching through it thinking it was just some general elbow soreness, which is what often will happen when these guys go to spring training and start their season, 
But upon probably closer examination and, uh, you know, with some of the rest coming up with the coronavirus stuff, he probably continued having soreness. It probably prompted them to get the MRI, and that's when they probably saw it. But I don't even know. He might have pitched well into the season before this ever happened this year. And to be honest, I guess if you're going to catch it, this is probably the best time because it'll prepare him to be back full go start of next season, hopefully. And, you know, hopefully he'll be back better than ever. But unfortunately for the Mets, they lose a pretty big guy in their rotation. One question I always had, Brian, do they take a tendon or or anything from another part of your body to fix this? Or is it, is that not the case? Yeah. A lot of times they'll take an extra tendon out of your wrist. Your wrist? Yeah. And is it stronger? Do they believe it's actually stronger than the first time before they got the surgery? Well, over time, the reason why it takes so long to recover is because over time that tendon will actually physiologically change and kind of develop more into what a ligament tendon or what a ligament's properties look like physiologically. So that's the reason why it takes so long to get these guys back is because you don't really want to stress that um, newly reconstructed tendon until it basically has taken the properties of the ligament that it's replacing. So... Um, for that reason, you don't really want to stress it too early on in the recovery process. It takes That's why it takes about 9 to 12 months for this thing to gradually heal in and scar in and develop more characteristics uh, similar to like a, a ligament. So, And for those of you that don't know, ligaments attach bone to bone, and the elbow is under a tremendous amount of high stress during the baseball motion at two particular points. And so... Um, yeah, the, the tendon eventually will kind of take on the characteristics of the ligament that it's replacing, but it's a long, long process. All right, cool. Well, Brian, I got to let you go. We got a lot of people waiting in line here that want to, want to jump in and talk about their movies. But again, uh, Brian's podcast will be coming this summer. I believe it's August, Brian. You're, you're thinking of launching in well, August? With all this stuff going on, I was originally hoping to try and get it out uh, for the NFL preseason and have like an NFL fantasy draft kind of injury update segment where I kind of introduce myself and kind of get the podcast rolling and then kind of carry it over into the NFL season. That's still my plan. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but for the last few weeks, I've just been basically putting my segment with you on the air publishing that so people can kind of get a general idea of how the show content will be and what to expect from awesome. my show. Um, plus to, you know, give you a plug, man, with your awesome uh, format you got going with Devil's Advocate here. Thanks, buddy. Well, again, it's called The Injured List. I got it right this time. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, it's coming to you soon, wherever you get your podcast. So, Brian, thanks for your insight. Everybody loves you coming on the show, and we will see you My hopefully pleasure. very soon. All right, everybody, stay safe out there. Stay, stay quarantined. Safe. Do your part. Follow instructions, and we'll get through this, and we'll all be good, and back to sports in no time. That's right. Can't wait for it. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. So you guys are watching Devil's Advocate Sports. You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight for another uh, episode of the Injured List. I'm your host, Brian Scott. We had a great segment on Devil's Advocate Sports Talk Live with Abe Delgado. Talked about some fun topics tonight, threw in some injury information there for you. Um, Like we said in the segment, we are working on getting the podcast up in full steam ahead come uh, NFL preseason. Um, Hopefully the coronavirus uh, quarantine won't put any uh, delays on that. We're looking forward to uh, getting things in full swing come uh, August time. So... Hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. We hope to hear from you and hope to uh, get you to tune in again next time. Um, Stay safe. Stay healthy. 
You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott, your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com. Now, back to the show.